y'all welcome to the podcast music ed with mc ocv my name is megan o'connor vince i'm a music educator with a passion for popular music education you can follow me at mrs ocv on instagram and find all episodes uploaded to my soundcloud account mrs o'connor vince hopefully we'll be streaming to more platforms soon you can email me at mrsocvpodcasts at gmail.com or feel free to DM me on Instagram. You can also find all my information along with curriculum, lessons, YouTube tutorials, etc. at musicoconnor.com. That's M-U-S-I-C-O-C-O-N-N-O-R.com. Episode 5, Performances for All Students, a reading of a previous published article. Hey y'all, so this is something that when I originally started the podcast, I kind of envisioned myself doing, recording previous published articles that I've written, try and reach a wider audience. So this is one of my uh, earlier articles. This is called Performances for All Students. It was written for the Massachusetts Music Educators Journal, and I hope you enjoy it and share. Performances for All Students, Creating a Music Technology Showcase by Megan O'Connor Vince from the Massachusetts Music Educators Journal, Volume 70, Number 1, Fall 2021. I've been teaching music technology since 2013 and have always struggled with how to showcase student work. After teaching through the COVID-19 pandemic, every teacher can agree. The way we teach and assess ensembles is starkly different from how we teach and assess general music classes. There is still a performance aspect to these classes, whether it's presenting a music history PowerPoint or having a student perform a guitar piece for their peers. But how do we advocate for these classes outside of our own classroom? How do we engage the rest of the school community in our students' work? After all, performances can be one of our greatest assessment tools, and preparing for performance is an essential process in becoming a stronger student musician. In this article, I share my trials and tribulations of creating a showcase for my music technology students. One of my earliest attempts to highlight and share student work was through the online platform SoundCloud, an audio-based portfolio with an individual profile attached, designed with a social media touch of attraction. Students can upload their work either privately or publicly. Students often share song links with family and friends, which also creates a sense of pride for my students. SoundCloud, being a type of social media, can be directly exported onto other platforms such as Instagram, creating a more authentic avenue for student connection. 
The main idea is to have a portfolio of sorts so students could access their work after our time together expires. Students have worked on various DAWs or digital audio workstations in my class. GarageBand and Ableton are both computer-based while Soundtrap is cloud-based. If you have a subscription through Soundtrap EDU or a third party like Music First, their accounts will eventually expire leaving students with no access to their year's worth of music. I created a teacher SoundCloud reposting slash promoting student exemplar work while also creating my own example for students to listen to. This also presents students with the opportunity to select song slash album artwork and provides a description box if they would like to explain their process. More on that later. Since SoundCloud is a type of social media, students can, quote, follow each other and listen to one another's work. Chris Emden states in his book, For White Folks Who Teach in the Hood and the Rest of Y'all Too, Reality Pedagogy and Urban Education, that engaging in social media can help teachers towards being culturally relevant. Communicating with students through one of their avenues is captivating and engages students in one of their cultural facets. Emden also writes that culturally responsive teaching is essential in capturing the student's interest and fuels their passion for learning. This has been successful in hosting an online portfolio for students, but fell short in reaching the greater school community. As always, be sure to check with your tech department and administration regarding the public limitation of student information before launching student work on the internet. A few years ago, I thought, what better way to present music technology work than at our annual spring concert? Like many high school programs, we have several ensembles that require different seating plans. The idea was to have student work play over the sound system while projecting title track information on a screen. This happened while students and directors hustled on stage, organizing chairs and stands for the next ensemble. Unfortunately, this became background music for the audience. Without a stage presence by the music tech students, the audience struggled to keep focused. I feel strongly that this did not provide the platform I had hoped. In a second attempt, I worked in collaboration with a fine arts teacher to create a co-curricular project. We display an individual student art piece alongside an iPod connected to headphones, which gives the audience slash observer more of an immersive experience listening to an individual musical student reflection based on the adjacent painting. While this has been successful in displaying student work at both our senior art show and the spring concert, this only showcases one project, and it was up to the audience slash observer to have the initiative to physically go up to the painting and use the headphones. Again, I longed for something more expansive. As we are all keenly aware, the COVID-19 pandemic threw our sacred world of education into a frenzy. As a music technology teacher, I already knew it was crucial to embrace new methods of teaching and learning. Many music educators scramble to figure out new ways to bring performances to their audiences and their school communities. I actually found teaching through the pandemic to be a fascinating experience as it led myself and many of my colleagues to adopt new opportunities and avenues in teaching, some of which I have used for years. 
I will always encourage music educators to incorporate some of their new findings into their current curricula. Virtual concerts and performances inspired me to create our first music technology showcase. As my department prepared for our virtual spring concert, I thought this was a perfect opportunity to incorporate music technology compositions. While planning the event, we decided it was best to separate composition and performance for the sake of time, and that it would be advertised together and aired on two successive nights. Since this was my first year teaching music technology too, I decided to focus on providing the nine students enrolled in this powerful platform. This course was developed in response to the students' need for a second level class. Students have the opportunity to expand on this already established songwriting and production skills while continuing to work on their artistry. For the first half of the year, students build musical skills such as creating melodies, bass lines, etc., and continuing to learn about chord progressions and song form. The second half of the school year is designed to provide students lab time, or time allowed to work on their final project, which is to create an EP slash album or podcast series. Students are required to submit a minimum of six tracks in order to receive full credit. While working on this project, students were instructed to select one of their songs for the showcase. Providing genre choice and freedom in the student's writing process is one way we can be more culturally responsive teacher. Again, Ebden also highlights the cultural importance and relevance of hip-hop, which is often the genre my students choose to demonstrate. Being a culturally responsive teacher is key to engaging all students. In order to prompt students with a new endeavor, one has to create some sort of template or explar. In this case, I referenced my previously established visual art and music technology collaboration project. When a visual artist is preparing for a show, they have to create an artist statement or a blurb about their process with every individual painting. I provided this basic template for my students to follow while completing the visual arts collaboration. When students uploaded their musical reflection slash song onto SoundCloud, they had to include their quote artist statement in the song's description box, along with a picture of the correlating artwork album slash song artwork space and a narrative describing their process. I recycled this idea while providing students with a slightly different template. Students were instructed to film themselves on any device, phone, computer, Chromebook, etc., introducing themselves, reading their quote artist statement, and letting their audience know where to find them on SoundCloud. The prompts students received. 1. Introduce yourself. What is your name and grade level? What class are you in? 2. What is your favorite genre of music? What kind of music or genre do you like to create? Three, please recite the following. The track I will be premiering tonight is blank. Four, explain your track. What is the imagery or inspiration behind the track? Is there a story behind the track? Is there a bigger meaning behind the track? Five, what software did you create the track? Example, Soundtrap, Ableton, FL Studios, etc. Six, thank your audience for listening to your work. 
please recite the following. You can find the rest of my work on my SoundCloud at insert SoundCloud name here. It's also crucial to provide student choice since for many of these students, it was their first time, quote, performing for an audience outside of our classroom. I prioritize students being comfortable and proud of their work. Students submitted their introduction video along with their audio file for submission. I am fortunate enough to work at a high school with a TV slash audio production class and staff. Once I decided to commit to the idea of a virtual showcase, I immediately reached out to the teachers and we started collaborating. The TV studio students created visualizers for the songs in order to provide a more cohesive performance. I also incorporated sound wave visualizers for some students, along with a few podcasts that were a part of the show. The TV slash audio production staff collected all the videos and audio files and placed them into a succession to create a continuous show. Although they use Adobe Suite and other high-grade production software, if someone wanted to attempt this on their own, one could create a similar show with iMovie or another basic movie editing software. I am forever grateful that I was able to collaborate with incredible, talented students and colleagues. When it comes to advertising performances, usually the music department creates a flyer that is emailed to the staff to encourage conversation with students and advertise the event in their classrooms. I created both flyers using Canva. With both events being virtual, I created a QR code and placed it directly on the flyer. This can be easily done on free websites such as www.qr-code-generator.com or by simply searching the internet with the phrase, quote, create free QR code. Several free generators appear at the top of the search. Once the code is scanned, it brings the audience member directly to the YouTube linked performance. We advertise both events as, quote, live events with a YouTube countdown. We encourage students to make it a special night with their friends and family members as if they were watching a real-life performance. It was a strange experience to be on my own couch for a, quote, concert night and not running around with all the usual performance stresses. There are a few things that I do differently going forward. Since this event was tied to the spring concert with an extensive timeline, syncing several ensembles' performances, students had to choose their song for submission about halfway through the year. I would push this timeline towards the end of the year, April or May, as students create more work and have more time to choose their best song. I did have a few students who created incredible songs afterwards and did not have the chance to highlight some of their best work. Unfortunately, due to the complexity of the collaboration with the TV production studio, this was not possible. On the contrary, I would also like to have this event before the seniors leave. The last week for seniors at Barnstable is usually the last week in May or the first week in June. This would be a great event to watch as a class, maybe even host a screening at school and invite friends, families, and the school community. All involved would have benefited from a reflective closure type of conversation. Since most of my students were seniors, we were not able to conduct that. I would also 
maximize social media and advertising our events. Our Tri-M chapter does have an Instagram account that advertise the events, but maybe getting other school clubs and students to post on their own accounts would help promote the event further. I also chose the first showcase to focus on my Music Technology 2 students. Going forward, I would love to showcase work from all levels of music technology and be able to grow the audience and student interest in pursuing higher levels of music technology. As music educators, we should be creating performance opportunities for all music students. If we can learn anything from the COVID-19 pandemic, it's that students can access music learning through all sorts of mediums and can experience the power and love of music through various avenues. We shouldn't prioritize our ensembles as our only source of showcase. As we know from previous research, about 80% of a typical high school population is not enrolled in an ensemble. This is an opportunity to promote our love of music to all students. Using this template, we can create all sorts of performances. Think guitar, piano, music tech, etc. Our connection with these students is crucial in promoting music education overall. The student experience might be different than our ensemble students, but shouldn't be lesser. Creating a more culturally relevant classroom based on today's music and communication practices can help us reach the other 80% and help grow our music programs overall. Promoting and showcasing students' work solidifies that you as the teacher are proud of their musical journeys and provide an authentic musical experience of preparation and performing for the student. Megan O'Connor Vince teaches 8th grade music technology, music technology 1 and 2, and history of music classes, as well as jazz band at Barnesville High School in Hyannis, MA. She holds a Bachelor of Music in Music Education from the University of Rhode Island, where her principal instrument was saxophone. Megan also holds a Master's in Music Education from Teachers College, Columbia University. You can find her curriculum and contact information at www.musicoconnor.com. Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. Remember to check out new episodes on Mrs. O'Connor Vince on SoundCloud. And again, follow me on Instagram at Mrs. OCV. And I'll see you all next time on Music Ad with MC OCV.